Don't Skip This One is a music podcast. Music is played and then the host and or guest talk about it. It's really not very complicated. Don't overthink it. The music and the talking may be explicit. The jokes and the bits will be dumb. What's up, fellow music nerds? Welcome to the episode called There's No Playlist Like Show Playlist. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Brady Levitt um, on the ham horn. That one was for you because I figured you're getting really sick of this, but I will have them sponsor us one day. (laughs) I don't don't think they I don't think they make any money. I don't think so either. This is the only app that they have. And it was probably just like someone's like college app project for something. But I was like, (laughs) but you know what? It's fun because you've got that. You've got movie horn. I don't know what this is. Let's see. Oh, oh, okay. That, that was intense. Cool. That was cool. The um, the Wilhelm scream, the Wilhelm scream. You know that? Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Uncle Nick, what's this? I don't. That was creepy. That, I don't. Yeah, I don't like this that. Is, this is the reason why it's called ham horn. It doesn't make sense, but I don't. All right. Interesting. Oh, you could record sounds. I know this definitely sounds like an ad. They're not paying us. I wish they would. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to find something to add into that. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I am excited. Uh, so this episode is called <laughs> No Playlist Like Show Playlist. I already said that. I know. I was just trying to get us back on track. Okay. It's the show about musicals because um, I think the the um, I think the best way to describe us, both of us, um, is the John Mulaney bit. How do you feel about John Mulaney? This, this bit um, probably describes both of us. Is that I think they... I think I was supposed to be gay. I think they built like three quarters of a gay man and then they forgot to like flip the final switch and then they sent us out and they were like, oh no, did you mark that one gay? Uh, oh no, oh. Wait, hold on, was I supposed to? Yeah, so that is, that is I, I resonated with that one so much because um, fun fact for everyone here, um, I used to work at Disney. I love, you know, musicals. But I am also very straight, so it is very confusing to people. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're both we're both uh, heterosexual, no, nothing, not even, not even bi, like just heterosexual men who love a lot of very stereotypical gay things. Um, Which, yeah, you know, totally. I at this point in life, I can accept. For a while, it was a, sh- a shame based thing. It was like, yeah, yeah, I do like musicals. Don't bring it up though. it it was never shame-based for me which was why my parents questioned me for a bit um (laughs) we don't have to go into that but we don't have to go into that one that was that was fun but great news is is ted and debbie levitt are very uh supportive of like sexuality so that that is good they you know support you no matter what they support me no matter what they let you know that a few few times a few times twice at least so (laughs) um but yeah so we both love musicals um grew up watching a lot of musicals uh, both both like the televised ones and like the actual like in-person ones um and yeah. i think and you'll see that too with our playlists there's i think there's oh, a I mix guess... between movie and broadway no, isn't there? you know what no i because there was a mix and then we kind of edited out uh we we've been 
kind of maneuvering through. This is probably going to be almost like the email, almost like the folk, well, pretty much the email and the folk playlist ones where I don't think we're going to be able to just quit just and do just this one episode. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think so, we're going to have to do another one. At least, at least another one. But there was a few, there's a few uh, that originally we had that was like, well, this is the movie version, but like, but it's based off the play. But, yeah. But looking at now, I, I just realized that we had edited, we've been kind of going through the playlist all, playlist all day. So that's kind of what's happened. Yeah. Um, for me, especially, we actually, my family would on road trips, we had, we had the cassette tape for Fiddler on the Roof. I remember that one, especially. And we had the CDs for Le, the Les Mis original Broadway recording. Um because I remembered reading along to the lyrics, you know, until, until it got to the master of the house. And then my dad said, no, uh, we got to skip that one. But um, why, <laughs> why I don't understand. Or he would forget and um, it would get up to like glass and then he'd be like, Oh, and then he'd skip it. And then would be like, dad, we, now we know what they, that's not many things that you would want to skip that, that rhyme with glass. So pass. There you go, Brady. Good job. Um, Grass. Uh-huh. Am I guessing it yet? <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. So, uh, grew up musicals. I, I think most of these for me are ones I grew up on. You added a few newer ones. Newer ones, but still ones that I would your say. Suggestion? Th- there's ones that I still grew up on, except for the last one on the playlist I is new to both of us new like but it's we couldn't not put something from this musical but but mine are also kind of like how i got into listening to it um they're not like they're not one of them definitely isn't as old too yeah as yours Um, but but it was still um kind of how i started listening to musicals and, and stuff yeah my parents so my mom in particular she one of the ways that my parents um like even when they were begun dating i don't know if it was their first date but um while they were dating even they would go to uh they went to the same college as sbyu and they used to have i don't know if they had it when we were there but when my parents were there they would show like old movies like 50s 60s 30s even about the 40s (laughs) <laughs> probably 40s too okay like, okay you know just like old, older movies even for the time and um my parents love like those kind of movies so like they didn't uh maybe a couple of them they watched as kids but like a lot of them like they didn't even watch as kids like they just found later and fell in love with so it's like we as kids listened to a lot of and watched some like pretty old musicals uh, that we'll get to um see and, and yeah. like with that's in like so the way i kind of got into musicals or at least my family did is there was a few of these the televised ones that we would see um one of them actually shows up on this playlist uh an amazing song i'll talk more about it later um i'm trying to keep you guys anticipating and and trying to figure out which one we're talking about keep them on the edge of, keep the, on edge of, their, edge seat. of their seat um but we 
my parents used to take because we I, I grew up in a small town an hour away from Vegas and St. George. And so there's always shows going on in Vegas. So I remember um, as a really young kid going to um, a few um, plays and musicals in Vegas. So I remember seeing the secret garden in Vegas. Um, and then we grew up in St. George. It's what it is. I think my favorite I've been to a, not a lot, but I've been to a decent amount of like, places to see plays and musicals yeah and we were an hour away from tuacon so if you've never been to tuacon i highly recommend it um it's in ivan so it's just like one of the suburbs of saint george it's like with all the flowing lava rocks it's a natural amphitheater and so in that in that place they um they it's like what am i trying to say it's this really cool amphitheater where it's in this canyon. And so the background is just beautiful red rocks. Um, if you ever want to like take a look at it without, and like in actual use, um, if you watch, I think Brian Regan's newest comedy special on Netflix. Oh yeah. That's right. Was, was that Tuacon? Um, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. So really amazing red rocks behind it with like desert and stuff, but because it's outdoors, um, they do the, everything in the summer and they'll do they call it broadway in the summer or broadway in the desert i think is what they call it broadway in the desert yeah. but they're able to they have like flood tanks like just tons of like water and tanks and they're able to flood the stage so i've seen plays like like for example little mermaid oh, where they cool. did a whole water screen that would just like run across the stage and down into the the basin again and just keep going and wow. you know, the, the cool. stage was just filled with water as they're like roller skating around um That's cool. It, it the first one I saw is a plague that they started called Utah, which was kind of based off of like the settlement of St. George and all this stuff. And there's a flood that happens and that's when they flood the stage. Um, it's oh, just, okay. it, but like, it is one of the coolest venues and I've been lucky enough where the past couple, three, four years, uh, my grandma decided to get the grandkids um, season tickets and she gave, gave all the grandkids season tickets. I think we were, my family's the only one who really used them. And so she kept giving us season tickets. We're like, grandma, just, oh, that's what we want for Christmas. You don't even need to worry about like trying to <laughs> yeah. figure out what to get us. That is what we want. That's all we you are. Want. That's all we want. We are completely good with that. Oh, um, that's awesome. So, so it's been great. Like seeing just, we see at least three plays a year. Um, but that's kind of how I got my start was like going to plays at Tuacon and then, and then we would see stuff in LA or New York, or I've seen, uh, I know I've seen two plays in England when I was over there. Like it's just, it's really, really cool to be able to go to all these different three, sorry, three in, in England. I, I forgot, I forgot one. Um, that's not a musical, but it's amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how I got my start is going to these plays and then also seeing stuff on tv um and then just being that huge disney nerd i am like you kind of get just yeah. tons of musicals because of tons, disney. tons of musicals especially yeah. like the especially disney. in the 90s there was just tons of disney musicals in movies that then i like grew to love and then a lot of them became broadway plays yeah so we're both musical fans and uh wanted to 
a, a bit of a left turn, I guess. We haven't really discussed it on the podcast. Uh, we've done a lot of folk, emo, screamo, all sorts of stuff. And then and then we were like, let's do musicals because we do both love them. I, I love showing the range of my... I, and I'm not like someone who's like, oh, I like see how I love everything. It's just these are the things that I like and I, I enjoy all of it. So I want to show all of it, I guess. Is yeah. what I'm no, I, say. I fully understand. So I still, and I know I've uh, talked about this before, and this is going to be a visual joke, just so everyone sees. I still use this, my iPod this classic. Is, this is iPod classic. Yep. Um, but with that, like, I think it's my favorite thing to tell people about my music taste is that like, if I were to lose this on the side of the road and somewhere to pick it up and there was like me a 12 year old girl like a a man like an old white man in his 60s a guy who's coming out of a movie theater um someone who's uh selling rap on the corner like you would have no clue whose ipod it was because <laughs> i listened to anything and everything yeah so with all of that um let's get started with the with our first song so, so do we do we hire new people yet or are these the same ones from last week okay so there was they gave fake names and i accidentally hired them again okay. but these people look different so either they went through body modification surgery or they're definitely different people with the same names as before uh, zach that's that that's just a crappy wig from a halloween store like one of them is dressed up as Shrek right now. Look, look. Can I blame my colorblindness, or is this not applicable? No, I think it's a okay. Just play it. There, out in the darkness. A fugitive running, fallen from grace, fallen from grace. God be my witness, I never shall. So that was Stars from um, the hit Broadway play uh, Les Mis, sung by, I think, Hugh Jackman. Um, Hugh Jackman nope. and, Wait a minute. and uh, Russell Crowe was no. in that one too. No, damn it. That's not no. That's not oh. the right version. Oh, that's not, okay. So it's not. So this is the Greatest Showman by Hugh Jackman. Is that what you're trying to say? I you so much right now. <laughs> okay. Brady was like, "Oh, I got a joke that I'm gonna do," and then I didn't know he was gonna make me upset. Um. No, that was the original Broadway man. That's the good stuff. That is Javert singing uh, "Stars." Talking about how he's gonna hunt down Jean Valjean to the ends of the earth. Earth of Jean Valjean and Vajer. Yes. <laughs> um, so, no, I re I really liked it. I like. I was gonna say about because this was your song. The thing yeah. I like. I like the singer who did the like original cast was Terrence Mann. Um, I really like his voice. He's done. He's we didn't put it on the playlist but he plays the beast and beauty and the beast and the the beast songs he sings is amazing um so he's got a really good voice but yeah, yeah. Um, why why did you choose this one because um, yours so 
I did mention it. I should have saved it, but whatever. So we had the CD of the original Broadway recording in our car and on road trips, we would listen to it. And you have to understand, we took a lot of road trips, um, long road trips, because one of our family vacations was to go to Idaho every year, because that's where my dad's from. Um, they got great skiing or or beaches or or amusement parks in idaho what i, what, I forget what it is they have potatoes oh that's, that's, that's right okay that's my bad all. my bad i was i thought you said orlando <laughs> so okay so they we would go to idaho which is a very long drive and we would listen to all of this this musical and we also did uh the drive up to sequoia which is not at not nearly as long but still a long drive and would fit the whole recording there um and i think i did mention like reading through because it, it was a cd so it had the pamphlet with all the lyrics on it mm-hmm. and i would read through because fr- from like a young age i was like i needed to i needed to like have the lyrics right yeah like i couldn't i couldn't i was like no, or, or someone would say, I, I, it probably someone was like, that's not the lyrics once. And I was like, I'm never going to have that happen again. But like, I can't remember a specific instance. So it, I'm just guessing that's what happened. And so I would like read along. Um, and one funny story about that is, besides, I did mention the Master of the House thing, but like, so we, my dad would skip uh, Master of the House, but he wouldn't skip Lovely Ladies, which is the song about the prostitutes. Um, and it took a very long time because that's not something that my parents discussed with me what prostitutes are for a while. I don't know how old I was, but um, I remember he was 25 when this happened. <laughs> but I remember reading the lyrics and being like, wait a minute. Lovely ladies. This song is about prostitutes, Dad. <laughs> yeah well i don't know what the, i don't and know then your dad stopped giving you the cd the giving you the the cd booklet because he's like no nah, <laughs> i can't have my kid learning stuff on these trips anymore like he's ruining lame is for me he's ruining lame is i just wanted to listen to some music and zach's over here like hey um is this about oh i thought this... it, i thought it was funny i wasn't like <laughs> Dad, this is about prostitutes. We have to change it. I was just like, oh, that's hilarious. We're listening no, to a song I, about prostitutes. I'm just picturing, I'm picturing young Zach being like, um, what does this mean? I don't uh, my pants was... feel f- funny. I'm just gonna ignore that. Um, so uh, my journey of Lay Miz is like is actually a f- favorite song from Lay Miz is actually um a reflection of like my vocal talents i hesitate to say talents but like vocal range there that's the word i'm looking for my vocal range growing up so like as a kid my favorite was cast on the cloud because it's sung by a child and so you kind of have to have yeah i kind of have to have those very small vocal cords to reach all the notes so i was like oh i love singing castle on the cloud and then when i got to when i my voice got deeper not not much deeper but a little deeper then i loved uh red and black which was um is this is this very like revolutionary like urging on a revolution song Mm -hmm. 
and um, I can't reach all the notes now, but I used to be able to. And so then Stars became my favorite song because I can hit all those notes great, uh, no problem. I can hit the notes of some of Jean Valjean's song, but it's like, it's got to be a good day. You know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, Stars is my current favorite. I also really love, um, uh, let me double check. I don't want to say the name wrong. Is it the um, Russell Crowe one? This one is the Russell Crowe one. You... <sighs> Uncultured Swine. Um, on my own. That's the other one I really like. So, yeah, that's kind of my journey with Les Mis. What uh, do you, you said you started listening to it like later? I like, I make the jokes, but like I, I had heard a lot of like, not a lot. I had heard like a good chunk of the songs just being on like, you know, playlists and listening to Broadway with other people who had the soundtracks and stuff. But my family was never really, didn't really grow up. I didn't grow up on Les Mis. I never really knew any of the songs i knew like i knew some of some of the songs but not anything or nearly anything and i didn't really understand the the plot of the the play as well so yeah so my um i think i read through the lyrics so much as a kid i was trying to figure out what the hell is going on yeah my my introduction to um to lames was through the movie um absolutely absolutely despicable yeah that's why i did that that sad trombone for you on that one um <laughs> no it wasn't the worst i just uh no i, just I, don't I like the, the definitely not my favorite version of it and i fully i fully get that but like i was glad the movie came movie version came out because i think me i have a hard time listening to broadway music if I've never seen, like, seen it, like whether it's in um, movie form or in play form, like, so I have a hard time getting behind the songs if I've never seen it. So, like, yeah, um, yeah. like for example, um, when Hamilton came out in like 2014 ish, whenever that was, like, everyone loved it. I didn't understand it. Like I didn't know, I'd never listened to it. I tried, I was like, I don't know what's going on because I I am much more of a visual person. So I couldn't get what was going on until um I actually saw like a someone, one of my friends in Denver had a bootleg copy of of it and we watched it. And then I was like, Oh, okay, I understand. And then I'm even more like then when Disney Plus put it out a couple of years ago, I was like, Oh, okay. I can fully get behind this now because I now understand what is going on. And so that's the problem with like late Miz where I've before, like people play it and they're like, it's about the French revolution. I'm like, cool. I don't know what's going on. I like, yeah. And so that's, yeah. Um, so that's, that's why fair. the movie was good for me because I was able to then understand the story. And I know, you know, there's the whole, really it's the russell crowe is the thing that everyone complains about with that movie is the like the, the main big thing is he he did a he did a good he he tried his best yes That's, but i understand but, yeah but complaints. i did he, tried, but, he did try his best That's he tried all. his best but i do appreciate it because i was able to then get more into lame is because i understand the plot of the play like i understand what's going on um 
yeah. but yeah what would you say your favorite lyric is and would you sing it for us <laughs> i can i can start back i can do playback now i was singing it I, but you um and if you fall as lucifer fell you fall in flames um and it is the delivery for me because he's just so passionate about it he's incredibly passionate the whole song but like this that bit he's just like so passionate about like it and it's it's an interesting song because it's from the point of view of someone who sees something life is very very black and white like no gray whatsoever um so you know he's just like you if you make one mistake you're gonna make all the like there's no redemption you know so um but and the way he sings if you fall as Rafael, you fall in flames that one's that's really good and i think this is something we were talking about before we started recording maybe during the song i think it was yeah. before we started recording that a lot of our favorite lyrics from these not you know at least a good chunk of them are isn't so much the actual lyric but it's the way that it's delivered um, i can think of a few on mine but Definitely. I think my I think my favorite lyric is, you know, your place in the sky, you, you hold your course and your aim. I think it's just a really it's I just like it. It's a it's a nice message. Um, so yeah. You have anything you else you want to say about um Les Mis or Hugh Jackman at Ter- Terrence Mann? Um no, 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 no. I am good. Yeah. Start up the next one. Let's do this thing. Alphaba, why couldn't you have stayed calm for once? Instead of flying off the handle I hope you're happy I hope you're happy now I hope you're happy how you hurt your cause forever I hope you think you're clever I hope you're happy I hope you're happy too I hope you're proud how you would grovel in submission To feed your own ambition So though I can't imagine how I hope And that was Defying Gravity uh, from Wicked Sung by Edina Menzel and uh, I just forgot the other name. Christian Chenoweth. Christian Chenoweth. I was like very popular singer. I I like I definitely have known. Anyways, doesn't matter. So wicked. This one was my choice. I love this. So um, it's kind of the uh, same reason why I think I started getting into into like being like a big disney fan is like i had listened to a lot of musicals growing up but when i was in that weird like 13 14 15 where like you're too cool to do anything it's like oh that's stupid i'm not doing that like i'm a teenager now like that weird early teen years where you are just you're too cool for anything i hit that for just a small period of time where i was like i'm too cool for that and then like just with like Disney and stuff um, and even this and musicals, I was like, this is stupid. Why am I trying to be too cool? Like, this is something I really like. Um, And it was at that time when I like the, we went to um, the beach in Newport uh, with some family friends. And my dad had like scored a bunch of good tickets, like or decent price tickets to wicked. Um, so we drove up to yeah. we drove up to LA, went to Hollywood, and went to the Panages Theater, and saw this, and it was mind blowing. 
Um, I and at that point I had seen it twice in in Hollywood, and then like I was saying, what it's one of the shows I saw over in the West End in London. Um, wow. I, was on study, I was on a study abroad, and I remember it was the weirdest thing. I was I got sick. Um, I, I I'm pretty sure I got sick from the Paris Metro because it smelled like urine and it was not hygienic. And so, <laughs> and so the first day that we went from Paris to London, we took like the channel and everything. And the first day in London, or the, like the first full day London, I felt terrible. I was sick. I didn't want to get out of bed and I was missing a lot of cool stuff, but my friends had texted they're like, Hey, we're getting, we found like tickets to wicked tonight for like, you know, 30 pounds or something. I was like, okay, buy me a ticket. I will force myself up to go yeah. see wicked. Cause I was like, you're it's a, the West end. I have to see this. I have to see something in the West end. Um, and it was wicked and it was amazing. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, so this, I chose this one because I think this was in those like early formative years of like, adult like that early like that you know that teenage years where when i feel like a lot of your personality kind of gets defined um yeah watching this it just i loved it it uh it was amazing um just seeing this live and then yeah uh that's that's kind of when i really got in like i think wicked was when i really really got into, into like broadway musicals i've been into musicals before that just because of like I was saying, like movies and stuff. Yeah. But that's when I, Wicked was, I think, the first one that I was like, oh, this was, I really liked going and seeing like musicals Physical. physically yeah. at like a theater. Yeah. That's, it's funny because you mentioned last time that like you can't listen to musicals if you haven't seen them. And I yeah. actually still have not seen Wicked. I have managed to miss out on that. But this song, I have loved since I first heard it. Yeah. So I need to, I, I get it. You cultureless swine, Zach. I need to go watch it. But I um, just, ha- I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how I've missed See, watching it, you know? Yeah, it is. It's amazing. And like the first time I watched it, and I still don't know because like I can't remember I can't remember when I like what month it was that I saw it. Yeah. And, and I've looked at all like the different like timelines and stuff on Wikipedia and whatever. And I, I think, but like, not like a high 90% chance, but I, I, there, I think like, I don't know for sure, but I, I know when I first saw wicked, it was right between Adina Menzel and then the new person jumping in. So they're like, I think I saw, I might have saw this with Adina. I don't know that, like, again, this one is like, I don't know for sure because I was young. I just remember the year. I don't remember the month. I don't remember really anything about it. Yeah. It was right in that like transition period between Adina. Cause she, she did Broadway came over, did a little bit in LA and then, and then the new person came in and I don't know if I saw her or not, but either way, whether it was Adina or the next person that came in, like seeing um my favorite lyric because of the delivery the and nobody in all of oz no wizard that there is or was is ever going to bring me down like that you know that part that we all love in the song yeah seeing that live was amazing oh yeah 
that is that's i'm jealous for sure that is i do want to see this uh live um i just yeah haven't had the chance i i've seen i don't i haven't seen any broadway i've probably only seen a few of these on like a community level even most most musicals i've seen in person were like the high school musicals yeah and that's because good movie (laughs) no it's not um i love it but okay keep going uh never um the the if 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 you're not aware if for some reason you're listening to this and are not mormon all the people that we know are so i don't know why but um mormons tend to be in music musicals a lot also just i think that's kind of across the board yeah um and so it was like go support the people who go to your church and go to the musicals so uh i did happen to see les mis uh my friends did a version of it well i mean my friends were in it there was a high school that did it um and then there the i can't remember all the others but i've seen a few others another one on this list that i won't give away but i i saw a community theater production of before i ever saw the actual movie that one's kind of actually i should i should save that story um say that story yeah anyways so what what started this off is that the fact that i haven't seen wicked but i really really love this song um and i have a weird thing where this song is definitely about female empowerment i think we can agree on that did you realize it's very female empowered it's it's about it's about a a witch who's who's gonna try he's gonna fly without a witch without the help of a wizard yeah but she's a witch right and the, the wizard is a man yeah no but so she's empowered to be a, a woman on her own she doesn't need the help of a man in order to fly oh i thought it had something to do with like munchkin land and the yellow brick road and, and stuff like that brady that's because you're dumb um oh okay 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 that that makes a lot more sense so uh i just i um i feel empowered by female empowered songs i think <laughs> you know what, what i discovered i was like i, I, I can power too i i can i can i can fully get behind that like yeah like you go girl you know I, and I, yeah like i've always felt that way just because of i guess my growing up situation and the fact that like I am the only, only boy with three sisters. Like, yeah. Um, only like, and then because of that, all my friends, like my best friends growing up in high school and stuff, uh, the majority of them were, were women. Um, and even, and like, so I've always had more of that, like female empowerment, like, yeah, no, like this is what needs to happen. And it's even yeah. more, even more like, it's always been very strong, but in the last nine months, I guess we only found out six months ago, but like, I, I'm having a daughter in could be tonight. Could be in, in yeah. five weeks. Like I am, I'm in watch mode right now, but like, I fully am all about the female empowerment because that's, you know, like, that's why, like, why in the hell would you not be? Yeah, I, I've never got not 
standing behind women. But I I just love the fact that definitely female empowered songs, empowerment songs, also like pump me up. They're yeah. pump up songs, I guess. So it's a, yeah. Um, I also was listening to it on the way home, uh, which I usually do. I usually listen to a playlist uh, before I record, and um, I was getting like chills when she was hitting during some of the the like that last minute minute and a half. I, like I would get I, chills I was I was I was going to show you I as we were listening to it right now like yeah 2 minutes ago I had chills. I think it's it's almost every time. I yeah um, for sure. I I don't remember exactly if I got chills but I remember I remember getting chills on the way home when we were listening to it I can't remember. Um I also uh have the unfortunate uh uh Pavlovian response of thinking of Winston every time I hear this song. Uh, from me Utah. too. Yeah, it, forever think of that. Um, what is your favorite? Le- oh no, you kind of already I, said yep. it, didn't you? Uh, and basically, mine too. That part yeah. that you know you won't ever bring me down. It, it's amazing. That delivery, amazing, fantastic. Uh, we should probably move on to the next song because I think we could talk about Wicked forever, but this isn't the Wicked playlist. But it, it is Wicked good. Yeah, if you're just joining us on the Wicked uh, cast, we're just going to end the Wicked cast now okay. and uh, and move along to the next song. That was To Life by Fiddler on the Roof. Machayim. This one. I'm supposed to say this, Machayim. Um, this one. Machayim. Machayim. This one, I'm, I'm just curious on if, like, what, what version this was. I can't actually tell what version, like, because there's been so many different runs of it. I don't know. Oh, so what? this is the movie version. Was this, um, movie? Was this movie? The yeah, the one with, with Paul Whitson Jones and Maurice Lane and Topol. Nineteen sixty-seven version. Yeah. So yeah. this is um, I'm not sure which tape cassette we had growing up. I think it was from this version because this is the one I recognize the most when I'm listening to it, because all the versions are actually kind of different. Les Mis, I feel like it's pretty consistent. I mean, the voices are different, but like the lyrics aren't, but like to life, Fiddler on the Roof, they like do like little switches in between yeah. each run. So um, I was going to say that like, I, I've always liked Fiddler on the Roof. I remember, like you were saying with the community theater, I remember as a, I would have been like fifth, sixth grade, something like later elementary school i think early early middle school yeah um, no it, it was elementary school it wasn't middle school thinking about it um our high school did filler on the roof and it was actually really really good i remember the band like it wasn't even just like using the uh, sound system with like the music like the band played the songs wow yeah it was That's really awesome. really i remember being really really cool um and like I don't know. I just I like I I love I love all these songs. Like just because in my family, I feel like it's been a big tradition, tradition, 
uh, to listen to musicals. Um, so dumb. Yeah, so I just had to get that joke in there. Um, you know, yeah. why you can't you can't skip up a tradition joke when you're talking about fiddler on the roof. Um, <laughs> what would you say your favorite lyric is from this one? So when the Russians come in, uh, the Russians in the town that aren't Jewish, um, mm-hmm. when they come in and sing, I love that part because they the the writers the writers of the music i'm not i'm not good enough to know all that stuff but like whoever wrote the music did a good um did a good job of actually capturing the sound of that that russian um luca antonelli andrea montessori ricardo tennessee sure anyway that's that was our production assistants actually did a good job oh good job i can't the um i guess I guess they they've been practicing and that's why they put the wigs on so that it, they were like, no, we can really do it. We can we can really do it this time. Good work. Don't let us down again. Um to to yeah, I I love when the Russians come in, they they do a good job of like doing that that slow slow it down and then slowly speed up. Mm-hmm. Um is a very uh I, I like it because it's uh, it's atypical for um our kind of music uh or, or not our kind you know like popular music yeah it's especially just in the west in general but like um that's a very typical uh russian and, and also uh, Medi- or, uh traditional mediterranean does that as well but they'll yeah. speed speed up as they go Ahayim. Um, that it, yeah I was gonna say I think that's Yiddish and not Russian, but I actually don't know. So I think it, I, I'm pretty sure it's Yiddish. I, th- I think so. Um, what Schmidt would you says say? it, so it's Yiddish. <laughs> uh, what would you say your favorite lyric is? I'd say this one is this one is more the actual lyric is uh, when it's just talking about like the beginning of the song. But how much more can we be joyful when there's really something to be joyful for? Just the fact yeah. that it's like they're just they're even though they're super happy, there's, you can always be happier. I just kind of like that, that thought of like, yeah, like, you know, there's not, there's not a limit to, to your joy. Like, yeah. Like, you know, there, you, you can't ever be a hundred percent joyful. Unless you're on, unless you're on some really hard drugs, in which case you, you need to come down. Yeah. Well, that's, that's another that's a that's, that's a, like a different thing but I, I i get what you're saying but i'm just like as a that just as a general warning yeah kids don't do drugs yeah, don't do drugs kids yeah tons of kids listen to this um <laughs> we're very popular very, very popular with the under 12 i don't like that i mean either i don't please don't if you're okay, a child, let's move on. if let's, you're a child okay. stop listening nope. right now um I wanted to say a few things about Fiddler on the Roof, and I forgot to say it before my favorite lyric. But um, so this was my choice. Um, I chose this one in particular because I have a lot of fun. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm good with voices, um, no, I, but I not. love, I hate you so much. You, um, you, you've been a DM for us in a, a D&D campaign. And the only time the voice has been good was when you did your teenager voice. That one was actually chef's kiss screw you um 
I but I enjoy doing voices whether or not they're good and so this one's really fun to sing because you can do so there's like multiple different voices um there's quite a few different characters and so I get to try and throw around my voice and do lots of different you know mm-hmm. tiny differences in accents um but like I, as a kid I don't think this one was anywhere near my favorite I probably loved um rich man? tradition yeah rich man actually my my dad loved rich man if I were a rich man and he would he, he would I mean my dad's not like a fantastic singer but he would like I think purposely make his voice even worse and then just like sing at the top of his lungs and he always made it really funny in the when he was singing along to if i were a rich man but i don't remember if i was terrified of the dream sequence the tevia's dream you know what i'm talking about when the i don't remember being scared of it listening to the cassette maybe we just skipped it i'm not sure but i remember watching the movie for the first time and i was like nope that's that's terrifying I definitely not I, it took me a few years to go back and listen to that even just listen to the dream Tevye's dream again so yeah this but Fiddler on the Roof has been around for since yeah we had taped cassettes in our car which would have been a, the first car I remember us having which is yeah so most of my life I've listened to this musical fair enough well, anything else you want to say about uh, Fiddler on the Roof? No. Sounds good. Well, let's um, let's move on with to our next song. Okay, I just wanted to make another Fiddler joke. Okay, <laughs> let's do this thing. Hit it! hear a command I obey but I know of a spot in my house where no one can stand in my way in my own so that was in my own little corner from Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella um, there's been tons of different versions of this I um, I went with this version just because my favorite version isn't on Spotify. So my favorite oh, version. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So this is the 2013. It's like the newest version. Um, but there's a lot of different versions. So the original was Julie Andrews was Cinderella. Um, so she was the original, original Broadway cast recording then they did a tv they did a tv version like the 60s with leslie ann warren so if you've ever seen happiest millionaire she's she plays cinderella and then but the the version that i love the best is from the it's like i think late 90s early 2000s with um the wonderful world of disney version so that one had of course that's the version no 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 but but that is the one like that is one that like you talk to any anyone our age like that's the one that most people love because 
So Brandy was Cinderella. Whitney Houston was the fairy godmother. Um, Jason Alexander was in it. Whoopi Goldberg was in it. Um, uh, uh, Bernadette Peters. What did you say again? This was, was 19. It was the 90s. It was. Give me a second to double check. Is that now. that? It? I was just gonna say that's like a 90s all star cast. Yeah, it's it, that's very typical 90s. 1997. Um, yeah, so it had Brandy, the singer Brandy, Cinderella, Whitney Houston, Bernadette Peters was Cinderella's stepmother. Um, Victor Garber, that's who I was thinking, is the king. Jason Alexander is the the like Harold. Um, yeah, it, it was amazing. And I think a lot of like I've talked to a lot of people who just love that version. Um, yeah. And that that was one of the because that was what what did I say? What what year did I say? 1997. Yeah. So I that yeah. I was really young when that one came, came out. I was seven years old. And that is kind of this this musical is one of the starts to me loving musicals was this movie. Um, I'd also seen the that 60s television version as well. But this this version was the one I remember growing up on where like me and my sisters would listen to like somehow we had we had the soundtrack. Maybe it wasn't even we had the soundtrack. I think we might have just. Um, we would just watch it over and over and over again i think we had the vhs copy of it and then once yeah. uh once limewire and WinMX came out then we downloaded downloaded it from somewhere um yeah but yeah no i this is i love this musical it's really really good um and it was interesting because just the almost the weird diversity between the the musicals that you were brought up on and the musicals i was brought up brought up on were like yours were yeah, a lot older really mine were newer because like when i when today i changed um changed it to this one because i realized that this would be a good one to as like how i started listening to musicals was this musical um and i think it was interesting because you're like i don't i've never heard of any of these songs and it was just weird because it's like yeah like same with me with some of the songs you picked where i'm like i've heard of them but i've never heard them um so yeah, it's definitely um different because like yeah i didn't i'd never heard this i've heard of it but never heard the rogers like, and hammerstein cinderella mm-hmm. um yeah it was um it's interesting how that goes and and it was your choice um and i won't say what song but the musical we were gonna do was phantom of the opera yeah before switching out and I, like i love phantom of the opera too um my my mom uh, another thing i didn't mention is like for les mis my mom had a uh, she's like fantastic at piano and she had a piano uh, and vocal book for Les Mis. She also had one for Family Opera and one that had like just a bunch of Andrew Lloyd Webber songs that we would sing along. Like she would play, well, she would actually play and sing, but like it, like sometimes we just like a bunch, all of us get around the piano and sing a few of these songs from Family Opera, Les Mis, uh, Fiddle on the Roof. Um, there's one from Bye Bye Birdie that I ended up switching out, but um, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you're just tuning in, um, start from the beginning 
but if you're going to just like choose a random spot to listen to, like I feel like some of our listeners have been doing because we keep saying, if you're just tuning in, um, <laughs> I don't know how actual like legitimate that is, but um, if you are just tuning in, um, the point is, is that we've switched around a lot. Like we came up with this, we came up with a playlist as we were driving at like 2 a.m. like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's right. But the, play, the, the play, like most, a lot of times the playlist is pretty consistent. Where it's like, okay, here's our songs. Like we come up with it, and then like we're good. We there's not maybe like one song has changed. Where this playlist has changed a ton because I think for us it's that like, oh, but what about this? Oh, yeah, but what about this one? Definitely, I could have had we kept delaying it. I think it would have just kept changing. Like yeah, if, for sure if we hadn't recorded this one and did a different one and then like did this one next week there would have been another five changes because it's just like i don't know i it's just there's so many and that's yeah. that and that's why i i truly believe that you're gonna get some some more emo ones some more folk ones definitely some more broadway ones because mm, yeah these sure. these are some of our like our big favorites that we're not gonna it's hard to choose eight songs from the vast array of broadway musicals out there so, yeah, just was, one song from a musical is hard enough yeah like there's one that we'll we'll get to at the end that there's like four or five i'm like okay we'll go with this one for now but the next one we'll do this one yeah um, um you what's did you have a favorite lyric if not that's fine i just you know curious so first time i heard it was today yeah um i texted brady and said what the hell is this song because uh not part of the cinderella i remember is her pretending to be off on a, a plane pretend um and then he explained explained it a little and i was like oh okay um i do like i do like the uh i think it's at the very end of the song mm-hmm. um when she sings then i'll then i'm bl- glad to be back in my own little corner not that that's i don't know i just like that part because it's kind of like it's like returning home even though like in the particular instance it's, it's actually kind of sad because she's yeah you know this little orphan um that's forced to do slave labor and stuff but um for me you know interpreting lyrics for me i'm like i'm always glad to have something to come back to when things get too crazy so uh, also uh-huh. just like uh we talked about a couple weeks ago um, if you're listening to this, depending on when when this one comes out, um, who knows? But who knows? But um, uh, back in uh, May or April, we released a, the, our Earth Day playlist, which is today yeah. when we're recording this. But you know, who knows when <laughs> we're actually going to put this one out? Um, we yeah. are the the yin and yang of our friendship. Where like me, my favorite lyric is the almost the exact opposite. The very beginning of the song is "In my own little chair, I can be whatever I want to be. On the wing of the fancy, I can fly anywhere." Like I, I just the, I love the fact that you can use your mat like that. It's just with your imagination, like anything is possible. Like you can fly anywhere. You can be whatever you want to be, and you could take yeah. that as a like a little kid playing around with you know sticks and pretending like he's you know doing something or on a like a more adult level of like if you use your imagination you can 
like make your dreams come true. You can like, you can do what you want to do if you have that creativity and, and imagination to get your goals done. Or you can play Dungeons and Dragons, which is yeah. also both, fun with your imagination. Both both happen as both adults. Very fun. Yeah. But yeah, that um, I would say that's my favorite. Um, good. But yeah, I really like this. And so, yeah. Do you have, um, do you have anything else about this song, this musical? Um, just, I, Disney, if you are listening, um, if you could do me a favor and put this version on Disney Plus, because I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, like, hire me if you're ever going to hire me. Like, that would be great. Disney too, like, owes us money at the at this point of how much you uh, shout them out for free. Yeah. Um, they have plenty of it. They could kick some our way. Yeah. Um, at least put at least put the Brandy version on, on Disney Plus. Like, that's that's not that hard. Actually, you know what? I think it actually might be. I'm going to... I'm gonna do a little research in a yeah. break. Uh, speaking of money and ads, let's go to sellout corner. Um, and then there's the ad break. It's on right. Disney Plus. And we're back with that. Um, in addition to the ad, he's showing me that it's on Disney Plus. I believed you. Yeah, when so you said it. I know, but it is on Disney Plus. Amazing. Go check it out, Zach. It's it really it really is good. It's a really good musical because it's and I know, yeah, just go check it out. <laughs> okay. In addition okay. to the ad, go follow Don't Skip This One on Instagram or Twitter. If you don't have Instagram, Twitter's always the way to go. Um, but if you don't have it, Twitter, Instagram's always the way to go. Tomato tomato. To, uh, potato potato. Um potato tomato um either way subscribe to us on spotify or uh get the anchor app and subscribe there um and every episode has a playlist on my spotify profile search zach fisher on spotify and uh my profile is the one with the show's logo on it so it makes it very easy to find um what do you have to shout out today brady oh no i was just also gonna say with that too i think we both on both of our spotify's we have like a larger playlist as well of more Broadway songs. So um, if you are listening to this, I am very curious. Do you have a, is that public for you? It's, it's not, it's not public. I guess I could make it public. Mine is a varied mix because it has Disney and it has, that's where I keep the Disney that I do listen to. Just like to. Broadway and musicals, like both. It's just all musical and then it also has the whole soundtrack to Deep Love, which is more of a rock opera. So Which my wife works on. Oh really yeah, that's great. right. Yeah. Shout so, out to Michaela. Shout uh, out to Michaela. Friend of the podcast. She was um, on the podcast. She was on the podcast. Better, no, uh, better, coast, better host than Brady. Please come back. Okay, well that hurts. Um, But point is, is go like, at least mine, uh, Go check it out if you want, um, but really check like go to this playlist and let us know because I'm very curious on what your guys's favorites are, uh, Cody and Kevin. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, anybody listening to this, comment on wherever, uh, comment on Instagram, comment on Twitter, comment on that, that email us, whatever you want. Um, let us know what your what you, you want to know songs or do you want to know like favorite musicals anything and everything with musicals like what's your like are there any that you were sad that we forgot in this and again initial playlist like there's gonna be more but there's gonna be more because yeah gonna... let us know what you want us to 
include next time because and like, we might listen to you but again it's our playlist so um we yeah, choose yeah. it not you sons of bitches <laughs> again am i am i alienating our our audience i i do that at this point and, i don't know there's um uh, <laughs> our audience is gonna stay by us uh no matter what because there are friends of you there there are friends and they're contractually obligated to listen to this. um do you have any uh, go follow invocation i'll shout it out for you yeah thank you uh on all the things uh anything else no let's uh let's move into our next song all right that's it for sellout corner let's go play the song let's do it Okay, that was Lament, uh, parentheses, Lonesome Polecat, uh, from the seven, bri- seven Brides for Seven Brothers. I wrote that down wrong on my outline. I just realized I switched it. I'm going to move it right now, even though it doesn't matter because it's going to bug me. <laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll keep going while you move that. Um, yeah, that, is, that is from the movie version. Um, yep. And it's Matt Maddox singing it um, for all those Matt Maddox fans out there. I know that you guys are just swarming. Oh, to... man. They just, they've been, the the comments have been coming in for us to finally include a Matt, a Matt Maddox song. Um, do, you know what is, do you know what's funny about Matt Maddox when I click on Spotify? There's another yeah. Matt Maddox who looks like he's a rapper. And they just put this song on with his. <laughs> like, click go to when you're looking at our playlist click on that maddox and it's it's funny it's like it's that guy's getting all of the seven brides stuff because it's just two different ones that's so um, funny yeah so all right go for it zach <laughs> tell us why it's this one's Zach's song this one's mine it's time for me to apologize um so, okay if anyone's seen seven brides for seven brothers i understand it's it's not it's it's of a time it's definitely of a time i want to say that i view it as a parody i think i kind of always have because growing up my dad would say stuff that like sounded out of the 1850s as a joke a lot and my mom would just say you know just like woman go clean the kitchen and then my mom would just look at him and say you go do it and then he would go do it like it was always a joke to us it was never i think it took a long time to realize that like oh there are actual terrible mask uh men in the world um and it not just jokes so seven brides for seven brothers we just i mean it was a joke and i think i think it is uh mostly poking fun at at that uh, i can't tell it's, it's the 1950s at literally um 68 years ago is when this came out so it's been a long time um i'm i i but i i've seen this movie so i found out um all of my siblings had a movie that when they were really young would would watch like on repeat 
Um, and funnily enough, another one of these, my younger brother is the other one um, on this playlist. But this was my older brother. So my entire life, we've watched Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Um, sometimes it was like a family thing. Um, I just, what I know, like, I've never actually, I don't think I've met your older brother. I think, no, I had to have met your older brother once. You, you probably met him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You probably, you've met him at least once. At least um, once. But, but he probably didn't talk very much. He's, yeah. He's not... But, but from what I know about your older brother, it doesn't, it doesn't uh, match and mesh what I have in my mind, which is probably what people are thinking of when they're listening to this playlist and hearing <laughs> us talk about uh, Broadway. Well, I guess if, if you if you don't know us and you're basing everything off of the you know the first 20 or so uh podcasts we've done it this doesn't match if you know us personally it matches perfectly but if you know us personally you're like how did it take this long how 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 is this one so far back in like this should have been right after the email playlist (laughs) but yeah we so i grew up on it and and for me it's nostalgic um but I get that it, it has some, um, you know, prob- definitely problematic, um, yeah, yeah. you know, not a, not a great storyline. This song is uh, obviously not one of the ones that deals with um, kidnapping women. So it's it's uh, I did pick that on purpose. I also enjoy singing this. Uh, one of the parts that I enjoy about this song is um, the like thud uh, and uh, listening to like the soundtrack isn't as um it's not as obvious but like there's a thud after they stop singing or like right at the end of it and they're all chopping wood so that's like right when they all chop wood and they like time these they choreograph like the choreography is very interesting in this movie because um they incorporate all those frontier elements of like chopping and like there's a whole choreographed dance around um basically jump roping an, an axe handle and uh, you know as i'm explaining to brady because he hasn't seen it but like it it's did you have to throw me under the bus like that i thought you were gonna say it and I, <laughs> i'm just gonna just, let you i'm just gonna let you talk about it and then talk just, about almost it. like just forget that to ask me any questions about the movie or musical well i know i just I, it doesn't matter i don't i don't think you have this is definitely not like i feel like people should go and see this movie it's if you didn't grow up on it it's you're probably not going to enjoy it anyways it's it's i um, I, but but not having never seen this before um i really did like that song i I don't know what it is like it had that like because i know the whole point is that they're you know almost like that backwoods and it has that like weird like almost like west like not like western as in not western as in like song genre style but western as in like a spaghetti western movie type yeah. feel if that makes sense like yeah, I, I there's, there's the completely different styles of music but like almost yeah and they're and they're kind of going for that and so yeah and that, it's... but that's what i i liked it it was yeah, I just this, it, it was a yeah. nice, just kind of like peaceful song, but weirdly, like it just you just kind of like jam out. You're like, yeah, this is this is good. Yeah, and you know, it's it's them pining. They're pining after these women that um don't want them, and 
so it's it's definitely um one of my favorite songs from uh the movie that in retrospect is also not like has some because my other favorite one i don't love the lyrics of anymore it's a very i'm like ugh. you know i listen to it and kind of cringe but the music's very good so it's it's a it's always a battle um so yeah anyways but i need i i I felt like i had to include seven brides for seven brothers because probably a foundational yeah I, i think all of the ones i picked ended up I didn't necessarily mean to, but they ended up being like all the foundational musicals for me. All of three of mine were the foundational because they originally weren't, but then I, then I switched it. But the last one of my picks, I just couldn't, I couldn't, it's, it's been stuck in my head for a couple months now. And yeah. I can't, and we also, I can't. And that was, and the, the last one that we picked, uh, I picked was more like we picked because we're like, yeah, we have to add this we, because we, we've had yeah. discussions about this. We'll get to it in a little bit. But uh, same with mine. Like, besides that, that one, my, the, the um, first two, and then the next one that's going to be playing in a second are, were like foundational to me um, starting like musicals. So good, good work on that. This was our introduction to, to musicals. So that way we can go into more of, our favorites since that so there you go yeah we, that's that's we, we, we planned it sort of um <laughs> no it was definitely on purpose we know exactly what we're doing we're professionals we are, look at our prof- mics yeah forty dollars right here <laughs> it's, this is this isn't some laptop Each. microphone that we're using no way um okay that's everything i had to say about that so let's uh go on uh, just one last apology for anyone who was offended by seven brides for seven brothers yeah. just throwing it out there um let's, sorry let's, kevin let, let, let's <laughs> close the door on that and we'll move on to the next song close every door to me hide all That was Close Every Door to Me from Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Oh, I had forgotten because it was such a long break. I meant to say I hated that joke uh, that you used to intro the song. Okay, go ahead. You're welcome. Um, that was Donny Osmond singing it. Um, this version was the um, Canadian um, original cast, brought, the original Canadian um, cast. Um, and this this one I chose because this was one of the again one of the the first ones like we've kind of said with all of these these are some of our introduction to these Broadway songs so like it wasn't the Canadian cast recording I think actually it must have been um, that we listened to all the time but it was that PBS um, special where they it was the the Joseph did you ever see that yeah. That's the first version I watched in college. See, I watched it when it, it was like, again, 97, 98, 99. Might have been a little, it was somewhere in that, that range of 
um, that time frame. And I wish I had the numbers in front of me. Um, they're slacking a little bit, but they've done they've done a good job today. So I'm not going to like hate completely on them. They uh, haven't lost their jobs yet. That again, just to be clear, we're paying you an exposure. They're still good with it. Okay. Um, it, this so th- it was 1999. Um, that and then because like it's 1999 when it came out. It was a direct video. I remember seeing it on PBS. Like I think my parents recorded it, like on VHS. When it was on PBS, like they they did they put it in the the V the v, um, VCR press record, let it play, and then we bought the version. Um, yeah that's when my first and then we'd listen to the soundtrack over and over like this was one of those soundtracks we listened to all the time growing up um was joseph and yeah so this was like the first like this was one of the the big ones that we i got me into like the broadway parts of the musicals um and i've i've always loved the whole thing um but the reason the reason I chose this song actually is very funny. Um, I like all the songs I love. Like I've, I, I think I've memorized at the beginning of the Joseph where the, the coat of many colors, all the different colors, uh, me and my sister have memorized that. And we will still sing it to this day. The, the colors in order of his um, amazing coat. Um, but the reason I chose this song is because for years probably since you know i was old enough to you know be okay with death um my dad has told all of us that he wants somebody to sing this song at his funeral which is very sad if you look at the lyrics because uh yeah. close every door to me keep those i love for me um, if my life were important, I would ask if I live or die, but I know the answer is I far from this world. Do what you want with me. Hate me and laugh at me. Close, you like, it is not a happy funeral song, but my dad has requested this like to the point where we cannot not play this song at his funeral. Yeah. Which is just, it is just very funny that he's like, Nope, I want that one. And every time the song comes on, he'll mention it. And we're like, and he's, and we're like, but dad, you, you, you know, the lyrics, I say, I know the lyrics. I don't care. You are playing this at my funeral. Like, okay, got okay. it. Check. And so it's just like, and it's also an amazing song. Um, yeah. there, but that's why it was easy for me to choose this song because there's so many good ones in Joseph that I played around with like a bunch of different ones, but then ultimately like because of that memory I have with this song, I couldn't, I couldn't not choose this song as a part of the playlist. So this is the one. Here's my journey with Joseph and the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. This is the one that I saw a community theater production of. Uh, It was a, it was actually a friend of a friend, I think. Oh, no, sorry. My friend was in the orchestra. Um, And then his friend was like, I think Joseph, but I, I kind of knew the guy like, um, it, you know, I'd seen him in a lot of stuff. It was in high school, um, which is weird that it wasn't a high school play. It was a community theater play, but whatever. Um, so I saw it then thought it was great. Uh, didn't go home and remember to like, look it up or anything. Kind of forgot about it. Then in college, I had a girlfriend, um, who was like, 
oh, I just love Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, which I think is very normal um, Mormon thing, like uh, because it's Donny Osmond, probably, I assume. Yeah, I, very normal Mormon thing, but I also think it's hard to determine, but I, it's also a very, very popular uh, Broadway play, like worldwide. So, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. So um, I don't think it's just the, the, the religious. It's not just of it. Okay. The, the, yeah. The, well, I didn't, I didn't, it wasn't the religious thing. I thought it was just because Donnie Osmond was on it. And maybe a lot of Mormons knew it, but. Well, I, I think, uh, I think that's why the, uh, like a lot of LDS people like, you know, loved it. Cause it was like, Oh, he's like, I will, I will admit when that, when that version came out and my parents watched it, like I had that same thought of like, you know, I was like nine. I was like, Oh, this is a, this is a church movie because Donnie Osmond is Donnie Osmond's in it. Cause Donnie Osmond's in it. And it's, it's a, it's a story about something in the Bible. This is a church movie later realizing like, Oh no, 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 this isn't, it has nothing. It was just that Donnie Osmond's a really good singer. He got the part. Yeah, it had nothing to do with you know any sort of like religious reason. So that it, I guess, without you know, besides the point that it's about a Bible story, but you know. So as a full-grown adult, this this girlfriend of mine in college was like, "Oh, I love Joseph. You have you haven't seen it? We have to watch it." And I was like, "Whatever." And um, she puts it on. I was so confused. If you haven't seen the PBS version, go watch it. If you haven't seen it and you're a full-grown adult, you're the trippiest thing in the world because it doesn't make any sense um, why they're in a classroom uh, in the first place and then they bust out in the song. Um, and then that's how music like, work. But and the play has nothing to do with the school. I can nothing to do with the school. Um, you can defend it if you want, but as a full grown adult, looking back on it, it's a weird, it's a weird concept. They could have just, they could have done it without the school, high school thing or with the school thing. And then um, the weirder thing was that she was like uh, one of those people where uh, one of those LDS Mormon people who like her parents were like, you are not allowed to watch PG 13 movies but they let her watch this. And then we got to the part, um, Potter's where, wife scene, Potter's wife, Potter's wife stuff, where a lot, there was a lot of very, very a lot of half naked women and men, actually, there's there, a lot of scantily clad people in general. And I remember turning to her and being like, your parents let you watch this. And she's like, yeah, all the time. And I was like, yeah, Do you see the irony. I, I've, this is a, a story, a private story that I can tell you, Zach, about. I told my wife about it, about the Potiphar's wife scene. Um, We're recording a podcast. Are you ready to tell all of our listeners? No, I'm not ready to tell all of our listeners. Okay. You can, you can, you can DM us and ask me. And if I, if I feel like I know you well enough, I can tell you. But um, my wife, who just came downstairs, uh, as I said, that laugh because it is a very funny story. Um, it's it's a little embarrassing that I don't want to share on the podcast. I've already shared the <laughs> fact that my dad listens to that wants the song at his funeral. Like I I can't overshare. Can't, over, um, can't overshare too much. Can't overshare too much. But yeah, I um I 
I love this this one. I've seen it several times at Tuacon, and I'm lucky enough to get to see it this coming summer. Um, they're playing at Tuacon, and me oh, and cool. my sisters and the the new in laws um, that will be happening this summer too. Um, we have tickets to see it, Metal Gramaga, and we were able to score oh, the um, the David Archuleta as Joseph once because we thought we've seen it several times. Well, now let's see it with like almost it. It's almost that same Donny Osmond thing where it's like it's another famous guy from from Utah who is going to be Joseph. And, but we're just excited. It's going to be really cool to see. And yeah, yeah. Um, What's your what is your favorite uh, lyric from this song? Uh, I really liked. Uh, I think it's like a chorus part, but like the ending when they sing close every door to me keep those i love for me children of israel never alone i really like that 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 is my also favorite that those last the close every door to me keep those i love for me children of israel never alone for we know we shall find our own peace of mind for we have been promised a land of our own um i spoke it but because it shows up a lot the but the part i like is that very ending because of his oh yeah yeah the delivery again is what makes these lyrics. The, the delivery at the end gives me chills. Uh, every time I listen to it, uh, absolute chills. I feel like I wasn't clear. I Although it was very weird watching the PBS version, I do really enjoy the musical. Also, just real quick, to defend it, like how else are the chills are going to come in uh, as the chorus in the prison when he's singing Close Every Door to Me? Just saying. You don't have to. Ex- they, they can just be... You're just going to suspend course. disbelief for this. It doesn't make any sense. He's alone in a prison, Zach. Close every door to me. Keep those I love from me. We're going to continue this argument off air, everyone. Uh, well, let's, let's just go to the next song. Got trouble, my friend. Right here, I say trouble right here in River City. Why, sure, I'm a billiard player. Certainly mighty proud to say I'm always mighty proud to say it. I consider that the hours I spend with a cue in my hand are golden. Help me cultivate horse sense and a cool head and a keen eye. Did you ever take and try to give an ironclad leave to yourself from a three-rail billiard shot? But just as I say it takes judgment, brains, and maturity to score in a bop-line game, I say that any boo can take and shove a ball in a pocket. And I call that sloth the first... And that's You Got Trouble by Music Man. But not by Music Man. From the Music Man. From the Music Man by Robert Preston. Yeah. um, Sung by uh, Meredith Wilson. Meredith Wilson is the writer. Meredith Wilson is the writer. Robert Preston sings it. And this this version is from... This is from the movie soundtrack. Yeah. So I picked the movie movie soundtrack in particular because... uh, The early movie soundtrack. Not not the... Because they also... I know that there was a Music Man that came out in, again, the 90s, 2000s with with what the guy who plays inspector gadget um she's all who's he's also in, who's also i'm pretty he's sure. also in the producers isn't he or oh. not the producers oh man you it, gotta be kidding it, me why would you it's gonna bother it, me. It, hold it, on it, research assistants where are you at inspector gadget Oh yeah, okay. It's it's it, it is um yeah, Matthew Broderick, uh, or at Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller, like, damn. Yeah, it. I'm pretty sure he plays the Music Man. Let me check on this, but I'm 99 percent sure he plays the Music Man. 
you can you have completely off railed me um <laughs> my bad <laughs> what was i talking music man so i picked this movie in particular and it's the old movie like brady's saying and now researching um that there was another version. i didn't i don't think i knew about the other version but it was with matthew broderick yeah okay um it was, um, a, it was another made for tv on the wonderful world the disney on abc they did i think i think in that time they did a lot of like uh redoing like musicals and stuff okay um so my younger brother so my older brother was seven brides for seven brothers my younger brother would watch um the music man like all the time my mom said that she um it was like one at least once a day for i don't know probably a year so i've also heard the music man a whole lot um to the point where i could probably uh the songs are actually harder to quote than you would think because they're they are imitating that very very fast speech of like the early 1930s 1940s early radio you know when you look back on it and it's just that very very fast speech so they're imitating it and they they fit a lot into i was the lyrics looking at the lyrics of this like it is just it is packed full and the song is four minutes long where like where you look at the the same you know close to four minutes of lament the song that we just listened to a couple uh, minutes ago with seven brides and seven brothers was like 30 words where this one almost the same amount of time and like quadruple it's, the amount of lyrics in the song it's so much it, and it was really hard for me to pick one because um something fun about the music man is um the songs uh a lot of the songs so not this one um but a lot of the songs like the singing and the music goes along with what's going on in the background so like the beginning song they sound like um it's the they're on a train that's starting and so they they the the singing gets faster as they're going along and it sounds like the it you know it it has the beat of like chugga 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 and then there's like someone who's like hitting a high note that's like a whistle um and then there's another song where uh a little girl's uh practicing piano and then the song goes along with like they build off of that practicing the piano into like a full song so it's music man has a lot of really fun stuff i picked this one in particular um because as a kid we always thought it was funny that um you know uh t rhymed with p and that stands for pool because we were little children um but i i don't as a kid i definitely didn't know all the stuff he was saying i knew like he was talking about the pool hall was trouble and that's probably as far as i got but it's like, but yeah, like Brady was saying, there's so much, there's so many words in there that it's super hard to catch it on first, even like 10 listens. And so um, my favorite lyric now is um, get the ball in the pocket. Never mind getting dandelions pulled to the screen door patch and the beef or the beefsteak pounded. Never mind pumping any water till your parents are caught with a cistern emptying on Saturday night. And that's trouble. And I tried to say it as fast as him, and I probably wasn't as fast as him even. Um, but that was one of the lines that I had no idea what he was saying until probably like two years ago when I finally decided to look up the lyrics. So See, 
and like you're saying you know it is interesting because like we've said many times already that like the our introductions to musicals were so different we're like i've never seen the music man like the only music man that i know comes from family guy and i forget even the point of it i just remember in it uh peter griffin is on a football team and he's running and he scores a touchdown and then he starts singing shapoopy 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 the girl who's hard to get the best part about that is that that was the pilot to Family Guy? Do you realize that? Was that the fa- was that the pilot to Family the Guy? Pilot to Family Guy, and Seth MacFarlane was like, "No, we're putting the entire song Shapoopy in there, a full, and we're gonna choreograph a whole." Dan- I mean, it's. Cartoon, I didn't realize it was like- on the thing about. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I didn't realize it was the pilot. I think I even I I should know that because I wait. No, I don't. I don't own it. I thought I. I have some seasons of Family Guy. Oh, Family Guy. But what? Yeah. Oh, well, I've got like the Star Wars ones. My one of my best friends, um, who you have now actually met at the fair, Meredith. She had um, like the first couple seasons um, pre-streaming. Like the reason Shout out that to Family, Meredith. The reason why Family Guy kind of stayed on the air was because they kept getting canceled, but then DVD sales skyrocketed because people loved it. They kept bringing it back. Um, but yeah, that's that is the only. That, that's really the only thing I know about Music Man. Like during the break, um, or during Wallace listening to the song, Zach had to like kind of explain the plot of it. Like I had to explain the plot of Cinderella. Um, it's, um, Music Man, I, I, yes, you had to explain. I, well, I know this, the fairy tale Cinderella. I just didn't, the, everyone's got a little different version of it. Yeah. Um, the, the Music Man's very good. I'd actually recommend that to people. I, I, I do want to go check it out now. Yeah, it's it's a it's very good. It's um I'm certainly of its time. I don't remember I don't remember exactly like any nothing jumps out as like supremely sexist or racist, but I'm sure there's something in there because it was you know fifties or sixties. They're never they've always got something in there that's like, well, we've grown. We've grown yeah. as a society from that. Yeah. Yeah. Um trying to think if there's anything else i was going to say about the music man uh i think that was it uh but yeah very good Good. everyone go watch it yeah good so you're you're good with that i'm good with that nothing else okay so you're satisfied let's move on to the next song i hate it Satisfied from Hamilton by Renee Elise Goldsberry. This was my final choice. I know it kind of it went a little bit away from the theme that we've been kept going on on like, um, like th- songs that kind of started us in Broadway. But like when Zach and I were driving, we're like, oh, let's do this Broadway one. This was the okay. We have to do Hamilton because we've talked about Hamilton so many times. Yeah, um, like we were we did a camping trip two years ago. Was it mid pandemic? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's probably about two. Yeah, 
talking about two years ago uh and like we just we listened to hamilton like the whole time yeah (laughs) it's um it's fantastic it's fantastic and like i think like i you know like with hamilton i've got a few favorite songs we all have a few favorite songs from hamilton it's hard to like to to not have a few favorite songs like oh yeah and, and you know, I think we uh, originally I thought you'll be back because it, it, that's more traditionally Broadway. But like, I love Satisfied so much that I could not pass up the chance. Satisfied is my favorite. It's yeah. if if I had to choose top three, it's Satisfied, You'll Be Back, and Wait for It. I love Wait for It. It's another great one. Wait for it's also very good. I love all of Hamilton. I couldn't even. Uh, let me look at the track list again. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's a challenge. Yeah. Oh, I I do really love. Um, oh, you said wait for it. Wait right? for it. As that really one, that good. one, I really, really love. Wait for it. Um, you know what? I, some of these, some of these favorites probably going to show up on our next one because, like, like it's hard. To, yeah, it, this one is so good. Like, or maybe we'll do a fourth. Of, let's maybe we'll do a fourth of July one, and we'll throw some more <laughs> of these on there. Maybe yeah. what we'll. Maybe you know who knows. Who knows? um i really that, love Duke. that might be the reason why we do a fourth of july one is just so we can get more hamilton on <laughs> on this podcast i do love uh uh yorktown actually that one's really good um as, as well as the ones you said yeah. i don't know i love all of i love like I, i'm gonna have to listen to the entire soundtrack before i go to sleep now because it's like i listen to one song and i'm like mm, i'm gonna listen to the whole thing yeah no that's that's how like a weird i don't i can't remember what i've told you in the in breaks or before we started or like so either before we started or in the break um or maybe it was even in the podcast we've been talking for a while now but yeah, to, get, to get prepped for this um this morning i'm pretty sure this was before but i i was listening to broadway songs because my, my wife and i had to go to a doctor's appointment so we just I, something i like we listened to one and then it just kind of started this chain reaction and then yeah. we're like oh let's do this one today and i was pumped because i had listened like five or six hamilton songs on the drive there um i think like i i love i love this lin manuel is a genius like he he really is yeah. an amazing musical songwriter to the fact that like I remember learning, um, I think it was last 4th of July, I was kind of like looking up Hamilton stuff. I kind of do want to now read, because of Hamilton, I want to read the Ron Chernow book, just to like, because I've heard really oh, good things about it. The one that it. is based, the on, one that yeah. is based off of. Um, but I was looking at stuff on the internet, and I I found out that, um, what's the phrase? The phrase is um, giving away your shot. Like, in the play you know in the musical it's like i'm not I'm not throwing i'm not throwing away my shot is you're like oh i'm not gonna give up like this is my chance i'm not gonna throw it away where yeah. the actual throwing away your shot is a phrase that is used in was used in dueling throwing away your shot is when you shoot up in the air yeah that's crazy oh like, my gosh yeah, like the the whole fact that like the That's... whole musical is still tied around his whole dual assassination. Like, I'm not throwing away That's my so shot. Good. Isn't like you, I didn't realize it until I was looking at like looking at stuff about like the duel with Aaron Burr and stuff. And it's like, oh yeah, like 
throwing away your shot is was the term used to shoot in the air shoot in the ground to just to like not actually shoot the person you're yeah. throwing away the shot because the shot you know, is the ball that's in the gun Lynn manuel is such a genius it's kind of sad that he hasn't um done anything since this though i mean yeah, it's, imagine it's- Imagine what else he could have produced. Imagine you know? if there's so much more he could have, like, you know, I, I wish that they would make a movie off of like any of his earlier projects, like into the Heights. Yeah. Like, Oh, like that would be would amazing. Be, in the Heights. Would like, be I feel like, I feel like, like he could have done, he could have done really well as like, you know, some kind of Disney. Yeah. Like movies, um, like movies about like the, you know, like um, a princess in the, in the Pacific islands. Um, oh that would be a good one oh man i wish i wish i wish they had thought of him for that you know oh well um um what would you say your favorite lyric is from this i have no idea i couldn't i couldn't even write one down because i i the the structure of the song is so fantastic um i wanted to mention like even there's a cover version have you heard the cover version where like popular artists do yeah the, the from the 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 hamilton mixtape yeah i even love that version of it um it's just done so well i man i do really love when she said the line i realized three fundamental truths at the exact same time that is incredibly clever um i don't know what's your favorite lyric so mine is fundamental truth number three because it's the delivery that she she gives it like i i think once i heard it the first time i was like oh that is my favorite part in the song it's i know my sister like i know my own mind you will never find anyone as trusting or as kind if i tell him that i love if i tell her that i love him she'll be silently resigned he'll be mine she would say i'm fine she'd be lying like the the that the like off rhyme and the way she delivers the mind kind resigned mind fine like all of those the way she delivers in the song is my absolute favorite like i that's the part i will belt out when we're driving in the car i that i love that part of the song so much yeah it's yeah it's a good song i have a hard time picking out yeah favorite from from hamilton in general i don't all of the songs i'm just like they're he packs so much into the lyrics that it's hard to pick one you know yeah and that's so. it i i fully understand and that's the reason why i have those favorites is because of that like that weird punch not weird weird is like a good weird punch that she uses to deliver those those rhymes yeah um no, it's it's an absolutely fantastic song and I, and first watching it um because i don't i don't think i may have listened to a song or two but um like you i was kind of like i feel like i need to watch that one um so i didn't see it until disney plus put it out yeah and then i was like oh yeah i need to watch this and the turn when it's like oh like you see that night from a whole different angle yeah and yeah it's it's really well done and i I really loved it i think and with it too i was gonna say i think um because i know we talked about it but like i think the hard part about this is you know without seeing it i didn't 
you know, other other musicals is like song and then lots of dialogue, song, lots of dialogue, song, lots of dialogue. Where this is yeah. almost like this is almost like a, an opera in the way of like I think that's the correct term. I know Kevin's gonna listen to this and correct me by if that's not the correct term or an operetta, one of those terms. Um where there's no there's I, there's I think maybe maybe like two lines of dialogue that isn't in a song maybe yeah i think it's all i I believe it's all sung uh and yeah it's i mean it is that's the operas are there's no talking during operas sometimes they have uh kind of an interlude where they're still singing but it's not necessarily uh grand operatic piece but yeah but 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 that's what i mean it's where like other and that's why i always have a hard time listening to musicals i've not heard before because i'm like i don't know what's going on in this part i hear this song and i hear this song but here i don't know what what's going on and so i thought there was a lot more that i would have been missing where like now looking at i'm like oh i could you really can listen to hamilton without knowing and it makes sense why it was so big because you didn't have to know because you you didn't have to watch it because it like you just listen to it you just listen to it because that's the entire um that's the entire like play so yeah yeah. no one no one explained that to me just to be clear anyone listening no one explained that me uh, no one explained that to me either until i watched i was like oh i wish someone would explain this because i've i could have gotten into it earlier but i didn't know this yeah yeah um i think that's everything i have to say about uh these musicals there's gonna be another one i don't there's i i can't i can't not do another one um we yes like yeah we man how many different versions because there was the version late at night and then i couldn't remember those songs and then there's like, at least five. There's at least five different versions of this playlist. Yeah, and right. and on top and on top of that, like I think once I kind of figured out my like, oh, I want to go with ones that uh like were more like influential to me as a kid, like. But there's a lot more that have come out that I'm like, oh, like I really like this one and this one and this one and this one too. So I think, you know, like especially more of like the modern, more modern ones that I I love. So like, this isn't. Yeah. This is not a. This is not a part one of one this is a part one of many yep so So, yeah happy whenever this comes out and um i didn't i didn't write a clever tagline i think thank you music nerds isn't that what you usually say to but I, I say like something before then about like following us and I, I like tie it into the episode it's like like fo- like like follow it like follow us like a single sing along like singing along but follow oh we had a great episode and then you ruined it with the end thanks for sticking around musical <laughs> music nerds <laughs> thanks for sticking around Again, follow us and enjoy our playlists.